Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. This podcast is here to shake up the way you think about basically everything from health, beauty, entrepreneurship, and whether you're loving the newest trends. These ladies are here to prove that it's always better when salt and pepper come together. So here are your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. My dad would always say this to me whenever I had like those doubts or I needed those like little pick-me-ups. He'd be like, well, you're the one that control controls your brain and how you think. And you're the one that can control that no one else. So these things are not happening to you. They can happen for you if you really use them um, to the best of your advantage. So I think that has led me step-by-step step to the place that I am now. I mean, when I went on the show, I went to audition for the show. I kind of did it as a joke. I didn't really see that going anywhere. And I think people that knew me didn't necessarily see my personality on TV because I, I am pretty normal and I tend to start quieter with people. So I'm sure it was interesting for people that didn't know me really well to see me go on the show. But, um, yeah, I just kind of think through like, what's the scariest thing that I could possibly do and try to push myself to do that. Hi, Shakers. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. And I'm Lisa. And on the, today's episode, <laughs> on the today's episode, we have Sydney, last name. Sydney Blake. Lutwaco. Is that right? Lutwaco. Lutwaco. I think that's right. I think that's right. Should probably look at the spelling while I try to say it. Yeah. But. From the Something to Share podcast. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually really like the name of it, especially for somebody who ca- came from the Bachelor franchise, because a lot of the people that come from the Bachelor Nation will do, you know, the last rose or like oh, ro- yeah. rose and rose I actually could come up with so many puns um not that that's bad but a lot of it is just bachelor talk but she's literally had people on the show I want to finish the episode where a psychologist comes in and, and psychoanalyze I, I haven't finished it yeah but which I think is really cool because it's it's way more about just life and not just the fact that she was on the bachelor yeah and I think it's cool I mean we talk about how um coming off of the show like using her platform then to um bring substance yes nailed it it's great that coming off of the bachelor she notices like oh well now i have a huge following i have no idea why but i'm gonna use this to my advantage and she she brings substance outside of just the bachelor world or recapping bachelor mm-hmm. things which it's fine if people do that. That's their own thing. But I think it's really cool that she figures out what kind of content she wants to encourage and bring people ultimately mm-hmm. um, in figuring out themselves and even their worth. And it's, yeah. it's a really cool podcast. Yeah, because she does have people from The Bachelor on the show. But it's it's kind of more of what we do, too, where it's like, yeah, we're going to talk about it because that is kind of an overarching theme. But how did that impact your life entirely? Because I really can't imagine being like I'm gonna go try out for The Bachelor and then it actually that'd be like if you got Big Brother yeah you know it'd be like how did that actually just happen and what does that mean for my life and mm-hmm. how and you, she had to quit her job as a dancer that was so hard to I get know. it's like gosh that is such a crazy life shift so yeah anyway uh what's your current obsession though um as we talk about Cars 3 Yes. On today's podcast, there are so many takeaways from this movie. Um, this is my first time watching the Cars movie. I don't like. The I didn't one. like Cars three. You didn't? No. I mean, Cars I one you is always like the, the best. second one. No, the there was one that was planes. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. one was. It was literally just cars. The theme of it in the sky. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Some things take off when they just like, you know, change it a little bit. But I thoroughly enjoyed the third one. It was my first time watching it. I didn't even watch it all the way through. But there were parts about the movie that I hadn't seen, which was like the whole second half. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm going to watch it. <laughs> of 
course, I cried. I, I, what, what does, but you're not a what Disney does cars person, do right? to me? It's not because, <laughs> okay. Mostly because I literally can picture you. I can picture you right now. I can picture what you're wearing. I can picture all of it. You're in California Adventure. You're in Cars Land and you see Bear, see Lightning McQueen for the first time. Duh. You are going to be a magical puddle. puddle. A magical puddle. On the ground. And I'm going to be like, hang on. I got to yeah. scoop up Lisa. She's a puddle. Yeah. And I have to be there for that non-negotiable yes as a as a mother i absolutely would um there are but you're gonna love it too i don't like mommy too i don't consider myself a lover of disney i don't love disneyland right but you've never really been to the capacity that i would take you on i've never been to disneyland to the capacity that you could take me so there are um secret doorways that um actually yeah through. there are yeah Lisa. you're gonna get me into club 33 well let's see it. last time i was there archer and i found where the entrance was and i got on his shoulders and i peeked into the top window who was there it wasn't there's like a elevator oh. that goes down so we couldn't see anything oh so you actually didn't peek through and, and see. we were i was talking to them i said i got my camera stolen today can you please let us in it would make it so much better nobody your camera got stolen yeah you know this story Oh. The last time we were there five years ago was actually one oh, of my least favorite uh, trips. It yeah. was that was kind of the sucky lasting, which I still love Disney, but that was kind of the worst last memory that we had of it. That sucks. But anyway, Cars 3. Current obsession. Current obsession. My current obsession is trivia. Okay. Um, I figured out the game that I like and it's trivia. Oh, which Are I you always good at it. Yeah, I'm good at it. That's I think that's probably why I like it. Well, I always knew I love trivia. Arturo and I have a deal where I will cook and clean if he sits out there with me and asks me trivia questions. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love it. And it's usually like Disney trivia, but sometimes it's general trivia. And then the other night he did it with my mom and I and we were like battling with general trivia. But then we went to our friend's house this weekend in Eugene and he loves trivia. And we played this game called Bezer Wizard and it's like a trivia mm. game stupid name um and I was like we're gonna lose it was us three girls on a team and it when you know you're on the girls team you're like (laughs) and I knew like I'm not really good with history and stuff and we kicked their butts (gasps) I like we won because of amber science of or amber science of knowledge amber's (laughs) knowledge of science and that's why girls lose yes and then Tay just knew random stuff about like the way the question was structured so we answered it Sounds right like a tv show like we a show became of we became like funny. superhuman um but at one point he goes what is um a russian emperor called and we were like because some of them were so obscure and i was like sorry yeah oh yeah and i said that and he goes how do you know that i was like is it t-s-a-r and he goes how do you know that i was like r-c-s-a-r <laughs> yeah it, but, it is T-S-A-R. Yeah. Anyway, it was, um, I I didn't know where I pulled the knowledge when the question came out. <laughs> yeah. And we we won. So it was really fun. I thought about we should get that for like Christmas Eve or something and play. Oh, that would be so fun. You yeah. don't want to play with me. Well, I think what's nice about it is it's not as much for interpretation. Like when you play Avalon, mm. it's like, no, well, you said this, but this is like, <clears throat> no, it's on the card. Yeah. Like you either got the answer right or wrong and you can be pissed about it or yeah. not, you know. Yeah. But and not everyone there was like super com- like they were competitive, but people weren't like screaming, Lisa. So I don't know if <laughs> I would like playing death stares my eyes. You. Yeah. Twiddle your fingers. (laughs) Anyway, uh, should we get to the silver lining of the week? Yes. Would you like to start off? Um, sure. I, ever since being sick a few weeks ago, when I was sick, I mean, I was just in the house for so long. And I think I'm still in the rut of just being in my house all the time. And I don't know if... I know I'm not sick anymore and I don't know if maybe it's because I'm still coughing a lot and it's taking a lot out of me but like my mindset is just like I've been binge watching so much TV. I've been playing so much Among Us. I can't believe you still play that. I can't believe it either. That's so funny. Um, I And I'm just like I like need to stop watching so much TV <laughs> and I need to like not be on my phone as much which before being sick I'm like hardly ever on my phone at home but like I the only other thing to do at home is like clean yeah and so because you're not I good at multitasking really right like you can't be doing like making the graphics for the show 
for the stories while, while watching TV or something? Or oh, no? no, I can't do that. Okay. It's taking care of the kids while yeah. working. I can't do that. Yeah. Because, like, I can stop a TV show. But, like, stopping work, it's like I'm not even working at that point because um, your break, concentration breaks so much. No, I can watch TV while working. Um, and so, like, I mean, at home, the only time I'm usually listening to something is like while I'm cleaning and it's almost like oh I get to listen to something while I like get something done it's almost like a treat for me um but I I just like haven't really had energy I don't know if it's like some sort of like depression or if I'm actually still tired from being sick like from all the coughing if it's taking a lot out of me or Mm -hmm. maybe I just need to get out of the house like I have had the travel bug so bad lately. Weird. I just need to get out of the house. Like, I want to go camping. Gross. Yeah. I, I just, fun. like, I want to go, like, on a hike. Well, you can do that, though. Yeah, I can. Why don't we just go walk Roxanne the loop? It's not even a hike at all. It's literally walking around Roxanne. Yeah. I um haven't been wanting to hang around people. Even well, my own friends. I, it's not I'm never sketchy. alone. I'm always, like, with my boys, and so, like, then I'm, like, oh, that's gonna, like, take so much out of me. Yeah. So, it's just... Well, maybe on a day... Every day like I've on wanted Thursday to, or it's something. been raining. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just been, like, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. I'm in a weird rut. Yeah. It's also the holidays, and there's a lot going on all the time. I feel like there's so many things happening, but once January hits, maybe you can have like a weekly thing that you go do or something. I know. When well, you drop off the boys or whatever. We'll talk about this later, but I have maybe some New Year's resolutions. I need okay. to make sure I commit to it. Okay. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's get into it right now. Um, so my silver lining is, so this, like I said, this weekend we went to our friend's house in Eugene. And I'm not a big dog person usually. I love all animals. There are big dogs that really scare me, like Rottweilers really scare me. I'm not making a blanket statement if you have a Rottweiler. Just for me, I feel more nervous around big muscular dogs. But I love golden doodles, but I've never pictured myself having a big dog because it's like, come on, that's so much work. So we show up at their house and this 100-pound walking teddy bear comes out and every part of me melts into one million pieces because he was the cutest. His name was Otis. And we would just call him Odles the whole weekend. And he it was as it it was as close to hugging a bear as I will ever get in my life. What is this? Burmese mountain dog? He was a Great Pyrenees. I'll show you pictures after. Okay. He was the sweetest, most gentle. Is this your Did, friend's dog? Yeah, Amber and Cooper. doesn't get into anything super calm demeanor kind of just investigates but didn't get into any of our stuff doesn't run around the house but he could ride on that thing no I literally kept asking her how big the saddle was the whole weekend (laughs) and he's like they're bred for walking up mountains backwards to watch the flock so they're bred to like take care of other things so they have like extra dew claws and stuff on their feet because they walk backwards what uh, dew the, dew, do, the dew claw on a dog is the claw that's up here more on their ankle. What? Yeah. They have an, a claw on their ankle? Yeah. So For walking backwards? Well, for that one specifically, he had bigger ones. But like Presley, we had to get his removed because they would get caught on things. No um, But it's like for gripping and stuff. Huh. Um, but for him, he was just like this big guy. And he would just lay there and you would hug him and he would put his arm on you. So to like not like make bread you for stop. giants. Well, maybe. Or like dinosaur friends. Maybe, but it was one of the... Dinosaur (laughs) pets. That'd be sweet. A dinosaur walking one of those with a leash. Um, But yeah, Tay and I were just the whole weekend just laying on the ground with him, just staring at him because he was just so sweet. And, you know, it is kind of the luck of the draw because I'm like, well, then what if you got one of those and it had the personality of L? And I'm like, that thing could tear apart the house in seconds. But with this one, it was the most calming presence to be around because he was just like this big teddy bear. Yeah. He was so cute. Anyway, the silver lining is I'm like, okay. I think there are big dogs that are actually the sweetest thing ever. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. He's so cute, Otis. Yeah. Um anyway, so let's get in. 
sorry for the sorry, intro what's the, what's the uh... um yeah so like we said we have sydney from the something to share podcast on our show today you can find all of the information about her and where to listen to her show in the show notes below um we get into all things bachelor she recently got engaged she talks about her relationship there starting a podcast all of the things um if you guys watched colton underwood season of the bachelor you guys will know her from that um and yeah so let's get into the show with sydney so i have a major fear of not knowing how to pronounce last names so i know you i usually just don't even try <laughs> i don't either and because it makes me yeah. so nervous but we're here with sydney and then now you say your last name <laughs> Let's walk go. Let's yeah. walk go. Okay. Uh, it's scary for yeah. a lot of people. I, I get it. I'm going to change it here eventually, but <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I uh yeah. I'm happy I didn't try that one. Um because but- she's engaged not cuz she wants she hates her last name yeah a different la- I'm, I'm turning into a celebrity pop star <laughs> nice. so I'm just changing my whole name here in a week you, you just go by your last wish. name <laughs> yeah <laughs> so no one can ever pronounce it hey that sounds great um we love a mysterious woman <laughs> yeah and you're from the something to share podcast which mm-hmm. I love and I would love for you if you could introduce yourself and then um maybe some like the the difference in your podcast between everyone else's like what do you think makes your podcast so special and unique yeah so my name's sydney thanks for having me guys um my podcast is called something to share and this is actually the third version of a podcast that i've had so we've come a long way to get here but this is the one that's felt most like me and most like why i started this in the first place I always love podcasts. I know you guys are fans of Almost 30. I always listen to them and just other people like that. And I always felt that it was that voice from far away that I needed to hear and something that would keep me inspired or keep me going or help me learn new things. So I always turn the podcast for that. And I guess since going on the show and just trying to figure out what I want to do and what I'm passionate about, um, it led me to hoping to do that for other people. So basically I just hope to inspire someone, be a voice from afar, or, um, just give them a little tidbit that can help someone through their week. So that's, um, what my podcast mostly tries to do. And then we have really awesome guests from reality TV people to entrepreneurs to just like really cool people. And I feel like it, the thing behind it is that everyone has something to share, whether you've been on a TV show or you've own your own business or whatever it is everyone has like their own story and where they come from and I love to offer a space for them to share that and just to talk through whatever someone might be going through that day because you never know what that little thing could help someone out way out in the world that's listening at the moment so that's that's a little bit on my podcast that is a very great introduction into what I wanted to talk to you about um you I'm I'm spacing her name you had on wait I think that she's like your agent or like she helps you with your branding stuff yeah I have never gotten so much from someone like giving advice on like branding yourself and like practical things to do um I I feel like because I mean I should like work on my social media for the podcast but I just I really I'm she doesn't sorry, know her Olivia. Instagram handle so it's I know I forget my own Instagram handle yeah. like I think it's fun and I, I I think I have things to share I mean that's why I have the podcast it's just like mm-hmm. like getting on social media and like doing it I mean I like having kids that's not an excuse I just like I choose not to absolutely yeah. um And so the, but the way that she was putting it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually really practical. I actually think I could do that. Even like just starting off, like just post like one thing a week, something that you can do every single week. And, um, one thing that was really interesting that you were talking about was coming off of The Bachelor and, all of a sudden having followers and being like, why are people people following me? Like, what do I have yeah. to give? So I'm, I'm curious for you, like what made you want to do something, like something to share and like creating yeah. a platform where people can figure themselves out too. Hi, Shakers. Have you been really wanting to talk about 
this podcast and you don't know anyone else who listens, honestly, shame on everyone around you, but you're in luck because if you join our super secret Facebook group, you'll actually get to talk to other shakers and talk about like-minded things like chuginess and hotter knots. That's also where you can maybe chat with us personally or get advice from other people. Um, Also, don't forget to share this episode with someone you think needs to hear it or take a screenshot and share it on your story. It really helps us. Now, let's get back to it. Yeah, I I think that's what's interesting about going on that show. Like you hope to have a really great experience. You hope you go on there originally to hope to find love and whatever, but for whatever reason with The Bachelor specifically, you end up with a large following, whether that's just like, um, whether that's a million followers or the following that I have. And I personally just want to be able to give back. Cause I'm like, why are people, if people are following me and they got something from me being on the show, then how can I continue to serve them or serve my audience in a way that feels good to me, but also in a way that will give back to the people who have supported me in that way. So for me, I, I just wanted to stick to what I knew and what my passions were. And I think podcasting just felt like the right choice. What's funny though about it is it feels very aligned for me and I love doing it, but it's not an easy thing to do. And that's normally how I operate. I end up doing the thing that's the most difficult in all aspects of life is usually how I go. Um, so yeah, it wasn't like the, the obvious choice as in like someone handed me a podcast. I had a network right away. It wasn't anything like that. It was just more of like, what, a, what do I really care about and how can I best get that message out into the world? And I think with today and social media the way it is. And I love social media and I love sharing like cute photos and videos and things like that, but it's so like such quick hits and short videos and we get so much of that. So I love to have this space where I can sit down and just talk with someone for an hour. And the things that can come from that are really beautiful life that I've found and just so much more than I can gain from just putting up a 15 second video. So it, it lights me up. And then I also hope that it does the same thing for someone else out there because I, I do care about, uh, the people who support me or supported me from the show. And I want to continue to serve whoever I can. And for me, this has felt for at least right now, the best way that I could do that. Yeah. I can only imagine going on that show and you come out of it and you have a lot of choices to make of who are you going to be, especially because I'm sure we saw 0.01% of Sydney on the show and, but everyone thinks that they know who you are and then they're judging you Mm -hmm. based off of something edited and coming Mm -hmm. out of it. I mean, yeah, we all know the bachelor nation. I think a lot of people kind of fit into this one basket, which isn't wrong at all. Mm -hmm. But then some people are like, Hey, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to try to do something different. I'm going to try to use what this opportunity gave me. And I feel like that's really evident from your show because even the way that you talk and the way that you are, it's very, it's very calming and it's about bettering your life and hearing other people, regardless of maybe their status in life and everything like that. So I think you've done a really good job coming out of that and being really balanced Mm -hmm. the whole time. Thank you. I appreciate that because it doesn't always feel like that. Um, But I also, that's how I looked at being on the show too, because yes, I wasn't like a bachelorette. I wasn't the main person really on the time I was there, but um, I still wanted to feel like I was giving back to the world in some way, just because I didn't get a million followers doesn't mean I'm like not worthy of you know, being in this space or whatever. So I, I just try in, in general with things not to hold myself back. And when I feel really like called to do them, I really push myself to do that. And I think it's interesting that I landed on podcasting because I grew up dancing and I wasn't always a public speaker and I didn't always, I feel like had, have a voice like I do now. So I think in that way, it's also helped me grow. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I'm like, I almost, I'll talk to, I don't know if you guys Bibiana, know Bibiana from RE season. I talk to her kind of often and we're always like, okay, we were given whatever platform or whatever space we were for a reason. So like, how can I continue to serve that? Cause it's, if not, it just feels like for me personally, if I'm not feeling fulfilled and giving to those people, then it's just like, was it for nothing kind of a thing? So yeah. Um, 
I just, I think this just feels the most like for me personally, how I can best serve those people. I think that's so so cool because you're, what you're saying is like, I was given this amazing opportunity. Like who am I to pass this up where, Mm -hmm. um, I think it could be easy for people to come off the show and they're like, well, I went on to find love, which, uh, you know, not everyone's doing that these days. I went on to find love. Like, why would I, you know, just because I have followers now, why would I pursue that? Or, you know, I'm just going to go back to my normal job or whatever it is. I think it's Mm -hmm. cool. There's no wrong or right answer necessarily but I think it's really cool to use that opportunity and especially mm-hmm. for something like sharing stories and being honest with the world and, and helping people I think that's really cool <clears throat> to decide to do that um I w- one thing I really notice about you is like your confidence and I think you have a really good um you have like a handle on your self-worth which I don't I don't think is really easy to come by I mean I I don't have a lot of self-worth all the time and so I think it's really cool that you didn't just think like oh no like imposter syndrome and like who Mm -hmm. am I to be doing this because I don't know I don't I don't I don't know if I've ever felt that with the podcast but I but I think it's because we came on the podcast with the attention of intention of being vulnerable and sharing our story where you go on a show to find love and then you come off of the show and to pursue something else I think it could be like well Mm -hmm. are people going to think I'm being authentic then so how for you do you is that confidence you already had um I think like by I I don't watch The Bachelor actually I've watched plenty of clips about (laughs) you (laughs) but what I have noticed is your confidence in like self-worth I mean even just coming off of Colton's show and what you did there was really cool so where where did that come from is did you just have that already I it's funny because I feel like I I have that yes but then sometimes I'm really good at putting up a front because I know that tends to be or used to be my weakness in a way so I grew up really shy and really quiet and I love to just be an observer and just not be like the one that made waves. Um, that was like most of my childhood. And because I know that about myself, I always had to actively push myself to be the center of attention or do things that I thought were scary or like go on a stage or things like that. So knowing that about myself over time, I've just tried my best to push myself out of my comfort zone because I would always see the the people that were the center of attention or like who naturally had eyes on them who are naturally um just like confident like that I always looked up to them and I always try to figure out like how could I ever get to that place because it just felt so foreign and uncomfortable to me so I think over time I've just learned how to figure that out for myself and it's funny I think the more that you practice that the more it becomes just like second nature in a way. So I wouldn't say it's something that I'm like naturally really great at. I can have, I mean, we all have that inner voice that questions everything that we ever do. And I really just try to quiet that voice down. And I think it's just from like practice. And my dad would always say this to me whenever I had like those doubts or I needed those like little pick-me-ups. He'd be like, well, you're the one that control controls your brain and how you think. And you're the one that can control that no one else. So these things are not happening to you, you, they can happen for you if you really use them um, to the best of your advantage. So I think that has led me step-by-step to the place that I am now. I mean, when I went on the show, I went to audition for the show. I kind of did it as a joke. I didn't really see that going anywhere. And I think people that knew me didn't necessarily see my personality on TV because I am pretty normal and I tend to start quieter with people. So I'm sure it was interesting for people that didn't know me really well to see me go on the show, but, um, yeah, I just kind of think through like, what's the scariest thing that I can possibly do and try to push myself to do that. Cause I feel like that for me helps me grow the most and helps me to get to something newer, whatever that path is. And it doesn't always lead to exactly where I wanted to. So like, I didn't go on the show and find love but it, it led me to moving states. It led me to actually meeting my now fiance. So things happen because of these crazy journeys that I've gone on. Um, so I, I just, I, whenever I get scared about doing something, I try and look at my past and all the other times I was scared of doing something. And then when I did it and all the things that have come from that, 
So that helps me make the decisions. But I think it's funny when people see it from the outside, they think like they probably could think like, oh, she's super confident or, oh, she does that easily or things like that. But I, I don't always feel that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, life happens outside of your comfort zone. I always say that. And it's like nothing bad comes from doing something scary, I think, to an extent, obviously. Yeah. But um, I won't jump off a bridge, but yeah but <laughs> it's not like thrill seeking yeah. it's more just like pushing myself yeah, totally out of my zone. <laughs> mine was definitely thrill seeking but what I <laughs> but what I will say with that is even jumping off a bridge I came out of it going oh I've I did that like that actually yeah. wasn't super fun to me I probably wouldn't do it again but that was cool that I could do that and I I was talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday that every human it's like imagine if every human tapped in to the amount of potential that they have within them Oof. and how much mm. they could be. But it's like obviously with freedom, we can also be maybe the least that we could be. And it's where you yeah. settle into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, yeah, I think it's it's super cool that you that I mean that your dad taught you that that's a really that's a really good it's a good lesson to learn from it and I whenever I watched The Bachelor I mean I'm sitting in my living room and I'm comparing myself to all of those girls and I'm going Mm -hmm. you know I don't look like that or I whatever whatever's going on and we say you know like there is a pecking order a lot of times especially with women whether we want to admit that or not and so for you coming out of this you were confident to pursue these things but did it do anything to your confidence as far as even physically or how you saw yourself on the show or maybe what people said about you when you came off of it? Like, how did mm-hmm. you deal with with that and and not losing all of your confidence in, in those things too? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I think specifically while being on the show, that's always in the back of your mind. Like you're weighing yourself in comparison to the other girls just from walking through the house and you're weighing yourself in comparison with, as the relationships build with the bachelor, you're just like, okay, well, she's getting more time or she's getting a one-on-one. So this mean must mean that she's prettier, like whatever your brain does in those moments. So for me in the, at the time of the show, I think what I saw, I, I was the only one that kind of looked like me. Like I was the only girl that was half Asian because the only other half Asian girl went home the first night. So I just knew that was a big part of probably why I was there. Um, so that's interesting to kind of like grapple within your mind because it's like, okay, well, if he really likes girls that look like me, then I'm in, but if he doesn't, I'm the only one that looks like me. So things like that will, will screw you basically in the time there. So you just have to really focus. And I think just from all of my dance training and all the things I'm really good at staying focused, but it stays with you. I mean, it's, it's something that we all deal with in life and we're all going to deal with in different capacities over time. But on the show, it can, it's kind of conducive to that because then it leads to drama or it leads to like late night fights and you're really tired and you're all living together and la la la. And this girl got more, more time than you. So it's very easy to fall into that. But I knew from watching the show, the little bit that I watched, that's kind of leads to people's downfalls is when they get in their heads about other girls or they are the one that goes to the bachelor with um like someone else's or talking about someone else in the house so I think the thing that you have to really do on that show specifically is just stay really focused on who you are and who your relationship is so it's a lot of that and then outside of that I just think if I, if I'm already counting myself out by thinking I don't have this, I don't have this quality. I don't have this education. I don't have this, then I'm not going to ever move outside of my box or what I already know. So I think I, I mean, I, I will constantly, as I grow, just I'll question myself or think like, who am I to think I could do this? But I just go back to my original feeling of why I thought I wanted to do something or why I felt called to doing something like podcasting or auditioning for a show and just going back to that original reason and just like trusting that I have everything that I need to get me to that next step. And if I don't have it, I'll learn it, you know, on the, along the way. So yeah, I guess that's my mindset when it comes to that, but I think we all deal with that in some form in every aspect of life. Yeah, it's just about staying in your lane. I mean, not obviously not even just on the show, but just in life. It's so easy yeah. to get distracted or want to talk bad about people. I always thought that watching the show. I'm like, 
he's not going to like it. He's a guy. He's not yeah. going to like when you talk about drama, you know, but I can imagine. <laughs> and if he you, does like it, then don't be with him. <laughs> right. Yeah. My bachelor kind of liked it. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, see, and then that's a really good thing for you to be like, well, I'm not into that. Right, like yeah. I do. I don't want to be yeah. with you. And yeah, I mean, I think so. It, so it sounds like you had so much self-awareness going into the show. So coming out of it, you had the same amount of self-awareness. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I think you have to just like stick to what you know and people are, everyone's going to have opinions and I've learned this through the show and I tend to be very sensitive. Like my fiance has to tell me this all the time. Like who cares what they think? Like who cares about that person who's commenting on your photo? Like they don't actually know you and just think about who's probably actually writing that comment or like trying to get you upset. If someone's writing something that negative and taking time out of their, out of their day, that's on mm -hmm. them. So, I mean, it's, it's taken again, a lot of practice because I can get very sensitive and I don't want that to hold me back from what I'm supposed to be doing or from growing or from taking next steps just because I'm scared of what someone might say or think. Um, but it, it comes with practice. Some days I'm better at it than others. That's for sure. Okay. So something you've said a couple of times is it comes with practice and I'm really curious, are there like practical things that you do to help you with your confidence or do you mean practice as in like every time a hate comment comes in, this is practice for the future of like bettering yeah. myself. Is it just practice of like learning through life and like kind of what life gives you? Or do you have practical things like, to like build your confidence? Yeah, I think it's a combination of the two. Um, so one, it's always perspective for me. So if a thing comes in and it's negative and it's hurting me or making me feel a certain way, I like try to put perspective on it and that usually helps. And if that doesn't help, taking a break from it. Um, but like, as far as like certain practices I have, I like to meditate and I have, um, I use, I don't know if you guys have heard of Lacey Phillips, but I really love her programs and I use her like journaling prompts and all that thing, all of those things just to kind of, again, put perspective around the things that might be happening. So like, why are certain, why are certain negative things happening in the moment or why am I being triggered by certain people or certain conversations? So just kind of noticing those things and then getting clear on like what I feel about them and like why they could be happening to me. So using practices like that, or just talking or just having like a night away from stuff and talking to my fiance and just being like, I don't understand why this is happening to me. And then him putting it into perspective for me. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things, um, all of those practices and just like knowing who you can trust and having the right people in your circle that you can turn to during when things are hard. Um, but having all of that just in check. So when the things come up in life, as they do, you have places to turn and they don't pull you down or hold you back. Cause you have that strong base of like, uh, self work practices or just people that you can turn to when you need to. Yeah. I think that's really good, especially having, oh my gosh, I can't harp on enough on like having a partner who supports you and can like read mm -hmm. through the BS of like what someone else is saying. Cause obviously like people are, who are like being super mean to you on a comment don't have like the best heart for you and they probably don't know you and they probably really mm -hmm. don't care to know you. And even if they did, they could be jealous and just like want to take you down. Um, I'm yeah. I'm curious about these prompts though. I really want to get into like journaling every day or at least like having something to write down every day because I've yeah. seen um studies on like how it like helps you especially mm -hmm. like improving your next day and it just improves your mental health. So I'm curious like what kind of prompts um does Lacey yeah. Phillips do or like what have been your favorite prompts to like help you mm -hmm. think about your day or like what to improve on? Did you know by subscribing to our podcast, you will get immediate access to our episodes every Tuesday? It'll give you a notification so you don't even have to think about it. You can turn on these notifications on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. While you are at it, rating and reviewing the show takes less than a few seconds. It bumps us up on iTunes and gives us a shot to grow our community. It means the world and we read every single review. If you're listening to the show and you love hearing our voices every single week, we would love to hear what you think. Whether it's your favorite episode, what you want 
want to hear from us or maybe some stuff we need to work on. We are super open to it and we would just love to hear what you guys have to say. And while you're at it, DM us, hang out with us on Instagram and join our secret Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. We love to talk to you guys. We love to hear your thoughts. And honestly, we love to see it when you share our episodes. Thanks so much. And let's get back to the show. Yeah. A lot of hers is like based on manifestation and things like that. But I think the thing that helps is like, sometimes I feel like in life I'll get themes when I'm supposed to grow in a certain way. So I'll get the same type of person coming in and, um, triggering me or making me upset. So for example, like in dating, when I was, uh, starting that off, I would say I'd want like a certain like stable relationship. I kept getting like the guy that wasn't available emotionally or the guy that was like, wouldn't call me back or the, the guy that would go. So things like that. And I had to, I, after a certain amount of times with the same thing and like journaling it out and figuring out like, okay, these are things that I don't want. And these are, and the things that I'm doing to allow that same experience to keep happening. So just kind of keeping track in my way of like writing it down, referring back. Um, and then choosing from there to do things differently. Cause I think when you're receiving the same, uh, thing over and over again, if, unless you change something about what you're doing or, um, how you're going about it, it's going to keep happening until you've like learned that Mm. lesson. So that's just one example, but I think just kind of noticing your patterns and noticing like what lessons could be could be trying to get you to learn from these experiences uh, is one of the main things that she's all about. Cause she has this thing. It's like, if you keep running into the fire, or keep running into that thing that you know is not meant for you, but you keep doing it over and over again. So you can learn the lesson and get burned. And then, so you never want to make that choice again, essentially. So things like that are very helpful. And it just helps you to like, look through your life and be like, okay, when was I acting out of like a lower self-worth place? When was I like not being my fullest self? And what are the things that happened from that? So then when you go forward, you can act differently or know that those didn't work for you. So then you can move forward and make different decisions from it. That That is so cool. It sounds like free therapy. It it, it sounds (laughs) like a type of therapy. I feel like you're, you know, you're writing things down in your journal and you're noticing like, okay, that keeps coming up. Like, this is like the mm-hmm. worst thing that happened today. Okay, that's been happening three days in a row. Oh, that's because like I've had issues with that like when I was a child or I don't know. I, I exactly. can like think of things exactly. right now. But and I think another really interesting thing that I noticed because you touched on dating specifically, I noticed I kept dealing with these guys who like had emotional like they needed to talk things out and they're going through all these things and I'm the one getting it mm-hmm. out of them and um, there was like this one guy specifically who was like, I just needed you to know, like I've, I have panic attacks sometimes. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm so glad you told me about that. I actually don't know if I can handle being with someone who like mm-hmm. has really severe anxiety. And like, I didn't know why, because I love helping people. I didn't know yeah. why I couldn't be with someone like that. And when I realized it later, <laughs> Once it got triggered, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting anxiety attacks. And I think it was Mm -hmm. like my own like I knew. I mean, we both Mm -hmm. like were both believers like Christians. And I was like, oh, I Mm -hmm. think that was God even like giving me a sign like, you know what? These are actually some issues are going to happen in the future or these are things that haven't been picked up yet. And so that's Mm -hmm. why like like you won't be able to help them because those are things you haven't figured out for yourself. So I, I feel like it's like something or someone is telling you that this is like going to happen in the future or like you need to be working on these things yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like having some sort of faith or trust that the decisions that you're making or the things that you just, you can't explain it to someone else why you feel like you need to be doing this thing, but you just, it just makes sense for you. Um, doing just staying true to that voice versus all the other opinions that you're going to have naturally from other people who are going to try and steer you in different directions. But if you really get like 
quiet and clear on like what is true for you, that is when I feel like you can really feel like you're in alignment and guided and all of those yeah, things. So good. Well, and what I've been noticing so much lately is there are this sounds grammatically incorrect because I'm just making it up, but there are like learners and then there are doers. And I think in the society yeah. that we're in, everybody just wants to learn. We have all of this information just coming at us at all times. And then we get the other side of the information that's counteracting that. And then we all just get paralyzed and we don't really know what we're mm -hmm. supposed to do. And I've talked to so many people where it's like, oh, I've read this study and this study and like, it's such a good, you know, thing to do in your life. And I'm like, are you implement implementing that though? Okay, like, I get it. I'm going to start journaling. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but with anything yeah. like with health or pursuing business, like so I'm going to, I'm going to get all of this information so that I'm ready to go. And I'm like, yes, but imagine if somebody wrote a book and then nobody read it. It's like, you're just filling yourself yeah. with all of this stuff. And I feel like what you've done is you take the things you learn and you implement them into your life. And that is why you are where you are and have a such a calming presence right now I'm like I, I feel so calm I'm literally, like you should have a meditation app because yeah. I'm like wow I'm so relaxed oh right now a meditation app <laughs> but it's literally just her like her yeah, just, like you yourself talking. your presence is very calming <laughs> it is and actually. I think with oh, that thank you. um <clears throat> touching back on confidence which I'm like just now realizing is with confidence you're you're okay with failing I mean most of the time I mm -hmm. mean no one's really okay with failing um, yeah. but like being okay with whatever the impact is going to be on yourself or whatever mm -hmm. the impact is going to be on what you're doing, because that's the difference between a learner and a doer. Like I'm a learner. I, I would rather have all the facts. I would have everything in front yeah. of me, everything set up. Okay. Finally, I have everything I need. Now I'll start. And then I'm like, but I'm mm -hmm. probably still going to fail. So I need to do more research yeah. on the things that could go wrong. <laughs> where you're a doer, mm -hmm. but you're like, yeah, I'm going to fail. Like everyone's going to fail. Like you just fail and then you figure yeah. it out mm -hmm. as you go. And that's, I think that's the biggest difference. Like you just need to have confidence to like do it. Yeah. I think I grew up a learner and I'm now, I'm trying to operate as a doer now and as an adult, just because it's more fun maybe. <laughs> and I think doing can, I mean, yes, you should have some education and some understanding yeah. of the things that you're doing, but like if you yeah, if you just have a sense for it and you really are, feel passionate about it and really want to go for it, then then do that, then go for it. Because if you're going to sit there and just like gather all the information, because we'll never have enough information, mm -hmm. we're never going to know it all in order to take a step. So I just, I think I have to know enough and then I'll take the step. So yeah, that's where I'm just at currently. Mm -hmm. I'm going to steal that. I'm for now on going to say I am a learner and I operate as a doer because I have, I have. Yeah, hang on exactly. guys. I made up this whole thing. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's like a whole, yeah. Yeah, no. And I think also it is a perspective shift because I don't think there's, mm -hmm. they, I don't believe in failure at all. And I think that with even going on The Bachelor, if you came out of it, you could have viewed that as oh I failed the bachelor whatever mm -hmm. that even means mm -hmm. and but instead it was like no I actually just didn't make it to the end but then I came out of it and I took this opportunity and that's the same with you know you said you had a few other podcasts before this because that doesn't mean you failed mm -hmm. that means that those were the stepping stones to where you are right now on this yeah. podcast you know um but you didn't dive into that but when did you start those podcasts was it after the show or was it before yeah. that so it was after the show the first one started right before covid hit i was actually dancing on tour with bachelor live on stage and there was a girl that reached out to me via instagram and because i just on the show and like after the show i wanted to always try and answer anyone that reached out or always wanted to be like a guest girl um, this girl reached out and she had interviewed me for her podcast. And then she wanted to start where she wanted to have a co-host. And, and I always like in the back of my head wanted to have a podcast one day, but didn't know how to start that. Didn't know the steps of that, but she offered this like invitation to join her on hers. And we did, we hit it off pretty well, um, on the conversation that we had. So I was like, sure, that sounds great. Why not? We'll try it. And then COVID hit the world shut down and, I basically took that time to start this podcast with her and it was going well. We had great people we were interviewing. Um, but then there was like a shift that happened and I just felt very not aligned with her. And there was just like some shady things that she did. And also she like used my going on the show as ways to try and get on the bachelor herself or other shows. It was just got a little weird and shady. And I started hearing things about that. So because of that, I had to kind of confront it and we had to end up going our separate ways, which was like unfortunate and 
like annoying too, because I, I was go- doing so well. Cause I got to a point where I felt like confident in interviewing and editing and felt good and get into a good place. And this thing happened. And I was like, well, shoot, that sucks. Then I still wanted to follow the passion of it. I still wanted to do it. So then I started another one with a girl from the show who I adore and we're friends and, um, it was great. And we had so much fun. And the thing that, that was a little hard is everyone was excited about it because it was two people from the show doing a podcast together and people that who are fans of the show and the fans of us were excited about it and it went well for like a few months but I think she was just at a place in her life where she didn't really know what her direction was and it wasn't a passion of hers and it was a passion of mine so she ended up just take kind of pivoting and going a different direction and I feel like Olivia you can relate yeah. to that story um so then I was like again a I could look at it as a fail. And I mean, I had a hard time with that. Like I had, I cried to my fiance a lot. It was my boyfriend at the time and just being like, what am I doing? I don't know what, what's going on. I just, I feel a little lost. Like should I just give up? Cause it feels like that's what I'm being told to do in a way, but no, it's like another thing where I was like, I, I could give up, but I don't feel like that's the right move. Sorry. My dog is looking at like, <laughs> we saw him, we saw him waddling. It was, it was so cute. <laughs> Um, but I would like cry to him and be like, okay, well, what do I do now? Like I'm failure, blah, blah, blah. And then I would always just in the back of my mind, know that I had to keep going. I just needed to take some time to figure out what that direction was and figure out what my pivot was and go from there. So it, it, what's hard with that is like, now there's people watching me and people that know me from the show and see me kind of not fail necessarily, but like have an unsuccessful thing that happens that people know about. So it's hard when it's like easier to do things and fail when people don't know that they're going on or you don't put them out in the yeah. world. But when they fail and people know about them, it sucks. But it's like, what are you going to do? You yeah. know, like it's either I cower away and I don't go after this passion or I dig in and, you know, keep pushing and try for try again, you know, and it's not an overnight success. I just, I don't think I've ever been an overnight success in anything I've ever done. So I'm just sticking with what I know at this point. And I found when I do that, it ends up leading into a much bigger thing than I ever thought it could when I dig in and when I ignore um, people telling me to stop doing something or uh, things like things that seem really hard or difficult um, and just go after them yeah. anyways. That's so weird that people do that. Like, why would anyone be like, you should really stop doing that? It's like, First of all, don't talk to me like that. Second of all, I'm going to keep doing it because it's just not even their life. And that's and that's the thing is like you just kept going for a lot of times for me, even my same the same story with my other co-host. It was just Mm -hmm. like, well, it's non-negotiable. I'm not quitting. So what am I going to do now? And it's like, yeah, those moments of crying and being like, hey, what is the next step? And then eventually you find your foothold, because if you quit, you would regret it for the rest of your life. You would look back and you would go, why did I not at least try to do that you know but especially already having experience like why would you just often quit it's like well I have the experience now so I might as well just keep trying in a different in a different way and so I think that's really cool and that goes in line with like well you were saying you don't believe in failures yeah and so I'm actually so curious so for you something (laughs) like me now (laughs) so Olivia now (laughs) um so what um, would you then classify something like that happening to Sydney? If, if it's not like a failure, like what, like, how do you, cause I'm trying to like, how do I almost like change the way that I think about it? Yeah. I yeah. think it's just a different path. Like I, th- I think that we're all just on the same road and I always say this, I think there's just a big map and we're all on a road and some people want to take the easy way. And they're just going to be like in the boat in the river and they're just going to be paddling. Then they're going to get to the destination quicker. And then there's going to be the people walking. (laughs) We're in the boat. (laughs) We're in the rowboat. They're in the yacht. They're going to get there faster and easier. (laughs) You know. But their destination might not be as great as our Exactly. And the journey is going to be a lot harder, you know, because there are people who come out of the show and it literally looks like every good thing has happened to them ever. And but Mm -hmm. like they have their own things that they're dealing with. So I think for that, it was just oh that was a different path you're still on the same path Mm -hmm. but you kind of took this little road and now you're going over here I think the only time it could be failure is if you purposefully quit because you don't want to keep going and then that's on you Mm -hmm. it's not the universe doing it to you you are saying Mm -hmm. to yourself I'm not doing this I don't have the potential to do this and I am going to quit so I think quitting I guess would be failure in that sense 
Yeah. But then I'm toying with too, like, when do you just take it as a loss and you totally. should take a shift? And when is it like, you're just holding yourself back and not moving forward? I'm still kind of grappling. Yeah, no. And I, and I think about that a lot too. And I think it would probably be, let's say you ended the podcast, but you were like, actually now I have all these connections with people I've talked to. I think it would be really cool to maybe pivot to, to YouTube and do maybe more vlogs yeah. because I love doing that. Or maybe you reach a spot where you're like, Hey, I want to have kids and I want to be at home. But now I know mm-hmm. all of these amazing people I've interviewed that can help me with like raising my kids. So I, f- I feel yeah. like it's very noticeable when people are like, that's it. I'm done. You know, throw the microphone mm-hmm. away. That's very different yeah. than being like, okay, this season is over, you know? And mm-hmm. I also, I have yeah, something to sense. say on that too. And this, this comes from, this comes oh. from Cars 3. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Perfect. I've been watching it every single day because of my sons and yesterday I decided I'm like I've watched snippets of this movie for the last month and I have no idea what happens the entire movie so um uh I decided to watch it with my um son and one thing that happens to Lightning McQueen (laughs) (laughs) this sounds so stupid Hey, Disney is life. Please keep going. Um, yeah. One thing that happens to Lightning McQueen is he's like starting to lose the races for the first time in his life. And um, <laughs> so, so he's watching this video um, of the Hudson Hornet when he has his last race. <laughs> who is his last coach and he comes away from watching that video and all the reporters are like this is his last race this is the last time he's going to be doing this and lightning mcqueen was like no it other people aren't going to tell me that this is my last time Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my gosh i'm like crying (laughs) i'm like that's actually so beautiful and so as you're talking about that it's like no you create like what you want mm-hmm. to happen from this. Yeah, maybe maybe you should quit. Hudson Hornet actually did quit. And then he became <laughs> Lightning McQueen's coach. <laughs> and then Lightning McQueen becomes a coach too to an amazing yeah. racer. And so it's like they, that's what I'm saying. It all kind of just it like all goes together. Happens I for think. a reason. And yeah. so I think that's the really cool thing, which you've also talked about on your podcast. Like, well, I've ended up with my fiance like through all of these things I I met my fiance and like that wouldn't have happened if this this and this didn't work out and so eventually as long as you just like allow yourself and I think meditation is really important allow yourself meditation Uh where am I supposed to be going and really looking at like what the next steps are to take I don't think it's always super clear but it's like well Mm -hmm. Two podcasts haven't worked out, but I already have a ton of experience and I still have a lot more to share. I think that's a great example Mm -hmm. of like, yep, it's time to continue forward. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. That helps you make the decision. And I think it goes back to like knowing yourself and being clear and quiet on like what you are and what you need and knowing that wholeheartedly for yourself. And then, so when the questions come up, even when you question yourself or when people ask certain questions or question what you're doing, then you can just go back to that original trust of like why you started, who you are, what you want, and that can help you push forward during the obvious obstacles that always Mm -hmm. come up in everything that ever happens. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Um, I would love to talk about you and Nick because you literally yeah. just got engaged, right? Congratulations. Yeah, like last oh week. Oh my gosh. Congrats. <laughs> it's so funny because I was listening to your older podcast and it was just like the, you know, when are you going to propose? Like it was the quest, the user yeah. questions. And I'm like, you don't even know it, girl. It's coming. Um, but yeah. I, first of all, congrats. It's so exciting. Um, I would love to know what it was like for you and maybe for, I know you can't speak for him, but maybe his perspective coming from the show um and what that Mm -hmm. was like going into a relationship because I know then you moved across the country during COVID so that's a lot of change all at one time so yeah yeah, what was that like (laughs) and because that was kind of the foundation at the beginning for you guys yeah we have a very interesting story and he did watch me when I was on the show so he was a fan somewhat of the show and he would watch it on Mondays with his roommate at the time and he liked me from the show for whatever reason. He always just like was drawn to me. For and whatever reason. He kept telling us for whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, you're super just, hot like, and yeah. cute like, and yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. 
but there's 30 women there. And I didn't feel like the number one being on the show. So that's why I say it like that, because it just, I didn't feel very like sought after while being on the bachelor, the bachelor or bachelor in paradise, but for him and seeking me out, I felt very sought after. So that's what you want. Um, so he would like DM me from time to time. I would always put up question stickers and he would always ask me really funny, interesting questions. And I always just like took note of that. And I naturally was trying to respond to anyone that would reach out. And I, because I kept responding, he kept reaching out. Cause I think if I had not originally responded to him, he would have never done it again. Cause it would have like hurt his ego. So it wasn't until the pandemic where everything was shut down. And I started looking at who was talking to me on the other end. And I was like, Oh, he's really <laughs> no. So then I kept talking to him, but yeah, we built this really cool relationship via FaceTime. So I think that kind of connected us more and I think it's interesting for him because he did know me from the show or what the show showed of me which wasn't a ton but he did know me more than I knew him so I think for that reason he was able to move a little bit quicker as far as like settling in on me whereas it took me a little bit more time because I just didn't have many relationships or really any before him and I was kind of scared of them. And they, um, so I took it a little bit slower, but I just knew that there was something really strong between us just from just talking to him. Like it took away all the fluff of dating and all the games. Cause all we could do was just sit and talk. We had never met in person. We couldn't hold hands. We couldn't hug. We couldn't do any of that. So I think because of that, it got us to this really incredible place. And we were like so much further along than I've ever been with anyone. So when I finally met him in person, three months later, it was just like set in stone. Once we like, were finally in the same room together. And then I ended up moving in with him like a few months later. So it was kind of a wild whirlwind experience, but I think a lot of the, again, things that happened to me before going on the show, taking all this time to focus on dating where I never did in the past. I always was like career, career, career. That's my thing. I was really just like put my, my all into trying to find love and doing that. So I, I think I was more open because of it and it just kind of worked out in the right timing. And I think that's also why we've just moved so quickly. And now we're engaged after it's almost two years, I guess, if you count when we started talking in March, but it's not really. Um, so yeah, I, I guess for him it, after meeting me in person and talking to me for so long, I just felt like a normal person to him, but it, it's funny when people were recognizing from, from the show, or I had like a watch party here in Cincinnati where I had like people come and watch Michelle's season. And there were hundreds of people that showed up for this. And I was even shocked by that. I thought like 10 people would show up maybe, but it was like so many people and just like everyone trying to get photos with me and things like that. So that was like, it kind of took him out of it. Like, oh yeah, I forgot you were on the show. So things like that, but we're very happy. And I'm just, I'm happy that I went on that crazy adventure. Cause again, ultimately it led me to him yeah. in some really weird way. That's crazy. But. I Can you imagine how he feels? He's like watching this girl that he loves on TV and then he's actually getting married to her. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. But he would say that he'd be like, I can't believe I used to sit on this couch and be like, I want that one. Like, what like, <laughs> that what one. world is that? So <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And even just listening to him, he's so just like says it how it is, like even on the user questions. <laughs> I'm just laughing so hard at just how, yeah, like kind of cut and dry he is at everything, yeah. which I think is great and builds for a really good relationship because there's no games. And that's kind of, I think what bachelor is. I mean, it is like a game to be, Mm -hmm. to be the best you can be at all times. So I'm sure it's really refreshing to have someone that's just like, I'm a normal human, (laughs) human being. That's what they they call them. Normies. Yeah. Normies. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I think he's a really good balance for me too, because I can get very much in my head and blah, 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 but he can very much put things in perspective and bring me down to earth with that and is very cut and dry. So it's a great balance for sure. Well, we always love to ask our guests what their silver lining is. So just something good Mm -hmm. that came from something bad or challenging. Um, is there anything that comes to mind? Like my whole life has been a silver lining. (laughs) Um, I mean, we talked about the bachelor and that being a silver lining, but I think of like another story, I uh, was auditioning for the Knicks. I danced for them for like almost three seasons, but there's two silver linings in that. So one, the original one, making it on the team, I actually didn't make it. It's like a week long process of auditioning. It's like really long. You're in heels for four hours a night. It's like a whole lot. And it was one of those times where I really, um, actually saw myself in the job and I really liked it because half the times I would audition for things and be like I don't actually want this job like why am I doing this 
So things like that. But I, so I made it to the end and I thought I was going to be on the team and I didn't make it. So then I was devastated and I walked home like 10 blocks and I cried the entire way. It was daylight uh, in New York city guys on the street were like, don't cry. Baby, oh. girl, blah, blah, blah. Eyelashes falling <laughs> to my face. I was like crying on the subway. It was a whole thing. And I was like, I'm going to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. It's too much. I don't like feeling like this all the time. So one of those nights. And then a few days later, I decided, no, okay, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep doing this. It sucks, but I'm going to keep pushing myself. And I ended up emailing the coach who was leading the audition. And I was like, um, thank you so much for the experience. This is really hard for me to ask, but like, is there anything that I could change or do differently for next year? Like I would love to audition again. I just had such a great time and loved everything about it. Um, I would really, you know, I would really like some feedback so I could do that. And then she emailed me back and was like, actually, can I call you? And I was like, oh God, she's going to call me and tell me how much I suck and da, 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 like all the negative things that you think. So she calls me and she's like, actually one of the girls who was on the team um, for a couple of years, she has to move down to Florida because her husband just got a job and she won't be able to do this season. And we would love to offer the job to you. So it's just like one of those weird things. Like, would she have reached out if I hadn't emailed her? Would like all of the things, or if I'd quit dance and just like thrown it in the air. So you just like really never know. And I just, I say that to say like, just stay hopeful and you never really know what could happen. And then ultimately that job and knowing those girls led me to going the bachelor. And then another silver lining thing that had happened, I had to quit the team to go on the show, which really sucked, but it led me to the show, like all mm -hmm. these things. So I just think all those hard times, they're always for a reason for, even though at the time it sucks and you never really know what they're for, but from the past and all of those experiences I've seen, like they always led to something. It always works out, but we still get so upset. <laughs> it's like, it's things so just always kind of yeah. end up, but that's yeah. so, that's actually so it's cool. so hard in the moment. Yeah. That you even asked that you yeah. even asked her for advice and that's that's so humbling yeah to do very that humble. yeah it's the worst yes, it is <laughs> like, tell me why I, I was tell me why I didn't job. make it yeah no I that's yeah. awesome and then yeah she probably saw that within you and that's that's so great mm -hmm. so I know that's yeah. crazy yeah, I know like what if you never did that I know I know you just never really yeah. know what would happen if you didn't take those chances yeah. so Awesome. Yeah. Well, tell everybody where they can find you and follow you and listen to your podcast. Yeah. So I'm on social media, obviously, Sydney Lotuaco, L-O-T-U-A-C-O. I'm kind of on TikTok and Instagram. And <laughs> my podcast is something to share. We have uh, episodes every Wednesday. Like I said at the beginning, I just want to be some part of your life and inspire you in some way. So come and listen. Awesome. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. You this so was so much. fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes, thank you guys. All right, Shakers, thank you so much for listening. We had so much fun with Sydney. She is such a calming presence. The whole interview, I was so relaxed talking to her because of just how she was and her calming energy. And honestly, that's how her podcast sounds. Um, she's just really full of really good advice to improve your life um, and ways to just be calm and get through your day. And I really appreciate that about her. Um, I also love this idea of having something to share and having people on that can share their hearts. Um, we also were on her podcast. And so if you head on over to something to share, you can hear more about our podcast journey and all of those things on her show. Um, if you haven't yet, go, go ahead and go to the show notes below. Go subscribe to something to share. Follow Sydney on Instagram. She just got engaged to her now fiance cutest thing they do a podcast every month definitely go and listen to it um, and especially if you're fans of the bachelor and you watch Colton's season you'll be able to hear more of the ins and outs of what it was like to be on the show um, if you haven't yet also you can subscribe rate and review to our podcast it helps us out so much if you just take one second go down leave us a review either hit those five stars or leave us a written review. Either one is super awesome and helps our show grow. Um, you can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram and at Olivia Corinne and at it's Lisa Brosser. Um, you can also join our secret Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. There we just hang out with you guys, talk about stuff on the show and all of that good stuff. So I think that's it and we will shake it up with you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. 
follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.